Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Path 11 Podcast. I'm really excited about this episode today. One, because we have a couple of guests who are back that I've already interviewed. And two, two of the three people that are on the call today are, I guess I call them my coworkers. And we share space. And I'm really excited to have kind of a synchronistic story be told here. How a friend of mine that I work with, Sherry, you guys are going to meet her for the first time today, introduced me to her good friend, Laura. Laura Mazada, who has been on the Path 11 podcast already before. She is episode... 381, and she is an expert in the Akashic Records. And then also my friend Kelly, who is episode Kelly Doherty, who was just recently on talking about grief, and she is episode 402. Now, before we get to the show, I have to give a little plug to my wellness studio here because we have three of the practitioners here, and we are holding a Cardinal's Journey, Coping with the Holidays on Veterans Day, November 11th from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have virtual tickets for this. We can only give virtual tickets to people who live in Florida, South Carolina, and New York because Kelly Doherty, who is an LCSWR, is licensed in those states. So we can accommodate people virtually for that. If you'd like to find out more information, you can visit hannashealing.com and click on the Classes tab. Okay, so for those of you who have not listened to episode episode 381 or 402. Let me introduce you first to Laura Mazada. Now, all three of these women are LCSWRs, but Laura is an expert therapist as an Akashic healer and alchemist. She also is a Reiki master and has over 17 years of experience. Her mission is to empower lightworkers and therapists with chronic conditions through their deepest, most profound healing. Laura is particularly passionate about guiding therapists, coaches, and healers in the space of the Akashic Records. Next, my friend, Kelly Kelly Doherty, is a certified grief counselor with over 20 years of experience in the field of grief, grief and loss. Kelly graduated with her bachelor's and master's in social work from Florida State University, and she has worked as a therapist, program manager, and clinical director at mental health agencies and hospices. She currently owns and operates her own practice, Greater Life Grief Counseling, and that is in Malta, New York, and that is also where I work. So we share the same office space, along with Sherry Davies, who is also a licensed social worker, LCSWR. The R is very important out there for those of you who don't know about the social work field. It's a big deal. And Sherry's goal is to help her clients move towards healthier ways to communicate and handle stress, anxiety, and regulate their emotions. She too has her own private practice. She does serve people virtually as well, and she specializes in anxiety, relationships, and stress. So now, these three women are a part of a really amazing book that was just published by Laura as kind of the the head person here that really had this vision and collected over 25 people total to contribute to this book. It's called Holistic Mental Health, and they are launching 
a seven-day summit that you guys will probably be able to watch because they're giving a free replay on November 8th and 9th. But would love to bring Laura on first. Welcome back. And would love to hear a little bit more about this idea that you had to pull together 25 people to create a book on holistic mental health. Thank you so much. I so appreciate being here. Yeah, I actually had the idea first to do a summit because I wanted to raise awareness not only for consumers of mental health, but also for practitioners to educate people on outside of the box ways to be able to heal, not just traditional mental health approaches. And I was motivated to do this because my own personal wellness journey started. I mean, it's it's always been ongoing. Let's be real. However, about six years ago, I got sepsis and I was told that I was just going to keep getting worse. And so at that time, I started looking into alternative healing modalities because I'd kind of exhausted Western medical approaches. And I got into energy healing and Reiki and the Akashic Records and the Emotion Code amongst a number of other things as well. And the results were absolutely mind-blowing and it completely opened up this, this new world for me that I had never known about. And it took me to a depth of healing and my clients to a depth of healing that I had never witnessed in the medical or mental health world. So I really wanted to kind of gather a bunch of different people with different perspectives and tried and true methods and strategies outside of the traditional way to be able to share this for people who don't feel like they've been able to get everything they want out of therapy or they've never really been drawn to go, but they know they need help and they don't really know how to navigate it. And I love how empowering these messages and resources are that are offered in this. And so when I was going to do the summit, it just kind of hit me intuitively. Maybe I should have this tangible anthology, right, for people to be able to access when they're out and about and something hits a fan and they're like, okay, I need help. What do I do? They have this opportunity to access these tools and empower themselves to heal. And so I called up the publisher and said, what do you think? And she's like, I have been waiting years for somebody to do this book. And so many people have started it and not been able to follow through. And I'm just and she was just absolutely thrilled that that we were able to put this together. So I love that we have this tangible resource in addition to the summit so people can get to know the authors more intimately. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about the summit, because this podcast is actually airing a day before it goes live. But there is going to be a replay the day after we launch this podcast. So what can people expect at this summit? So with the summit, it's entirely online. And once you register, it's completely free. Once you register, you're going to have access to 25 modules from the authors, each of the authors who wrote a chapter in the book. And so what it does is each Well, each day leading up to November 8th, they're going to get a few modules rolled out each day. But for the 8th and 9th, it's a free two-day replay period. So you can binge watch and gather information, resources, tools, wisdom that are above and beyond and go to greater depth than just in the book. And I also love the fact that people get to know the practitioners because we all know that the biggest foundation for our healing and sustainable healing is the relationship. And I love the fact that people can access every single person in this volume and in this summit. I absolutely adore. And I know our tried and true, our experts are so heart-centered and so welcoming to assist people with whatever they need. So it's whoever you resonate with, you've, you've kind of found your person, right? And it gives you a nice springboard to be able to step into some of this work. 
Great. Thank you, Laura. All right, Sherry, I'm going to bring you on next because one day Sherry and I were talking, it might've been when we had first moved into Suite 21 in Malta, New York, and we were chit-chatting about the podcast or something. And you had said, you know what? You and my really good friend, Laura, would be like two peas in a pod. It's like the yep. both of you were doing the same thing and she's starting a podcast or is doing this podcast thing. And I got to get the two of you together. So how did you and Laura meet? And what has your relationship been? So Laura and I met, my gosh, a while ago, years ago. When I lived in Poughkeepsie, we used to work for the same agency down in Poughkeepsie. I worked in the middle school of a day treatment program. She worked in the high school. So we would see each other at meetings. And so we knew each other and didn't really know each other very well. We're much more connected now that we live in two vastly different places than when we actually worked together. But we had a connection. There was obviously something there. And that years later... When Laura was doing all her work, I got reconnected with her, did some work with the Akashic Records, things like that. I was starting to explore that with you as well, where I did the Reiki program with you. Excuse me. And so as I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, both of you are on the same journey. And with the podcast, I was like, you guys definitely need to meet. And so that's why I felt like I needed to facilitate that. And then we bring in Kelly into this. And when Laura was doing the outreach for the book, I was like, yeah, totally. I'm into this. Like, this is what I want to do. And then I was like, I think Kelly should do this. (laughs) I connect with Laura. And so it's, we have this kind of really symbiotic relations, all of us, you know, with each other. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So Sherry, tell us a little bit more about your practice, kind of how long have you been in the field? What are you doing? And what chapter did you write in the book? Sure. I wrote chapter nine and my chapter is called Demystifying Therapy. And it's basically about how when I was a kiddo, I had really bad anxiety. And so it was time when therapy wasn't talked about. You didn't go to it. Nobody really did anything about it. And so I struggled for a really long time after a house had been broken into with a lot of fears about safety. And so that that stayed with me for many, many years. And like Laura, I ended up having an autoimmune disorder in my early 20s that kind of changed how I wanted to do things. And so looking at not only therapy, but also, you know, what did I want to do with my life? I decided I wanted to become a social worker. I was a later in life social worker. So I came to the field, you know, started doing it when I was around 28, 29, when I went back to school and got my master's when my son was three. So I came to this field much later, but it was part of this journey of discovery of like, how do I live with kind of my own stuff and then give that out to the rest of the world. So I deal predominantly with, Um, people with anxiety, you know, and listen, that goes across all fields, right? So it's like, you know, stress, family relationships, all those things. At at the base, there's anxiety. You know, I've studied a lot with Kelly now doing a lot more grief-informed work, which I feel like has really changed my my life in terms of how I operate now. So I've been out of school and as a social worker now for the last 15 years. I worked in obviously Poughkeepsie for years in school settings. When I moved up here, I worked in hospital setting. I worked for an agency. I worked in a public school and then came to my own private practice and just really felt like at that point, you know, I was confident enough to be like, okay, yeah, this is what I need to give to the world. And so my chapter really kind of encompasses that and how I really believe that it's not just therapy, but like all these other alternative things, you have to bring them all together to take care of the whole person and not just, you know, one specific thing. Excellent. And I'm so glad that you found me 
to be trained in Reiki because you really are an amazing healer and also an amazing manifester. So let me tell you guys about her little testing trick to get me into Suite 21. She literally did a crystal grid and had this whole image of what this Suite 21 would look like. And she put my name in it without me ever knowing. I had no idea my name was in there. And I was, you know, going through transition with COVID and I had moved from Saratoga to a very rural county up near Sockendaga Lake and open up, try to open up a business here in Mayfield. But then I just kept feeling like I had to come back to Saratoga. And my lease had ended where in October, was ending in October. And in that summer, last year, I was looking for new space and Sherry had like contacted me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. But then a couple of other things fell through and I contacted her. I said, now what's the space you have going on? And, and then later when I get down there, she's like, look, I put your name in here. And sure enough, my name <laughs> was in there at one of the, you know, one uh, of the offices. One of the yeah. offices. And it was yeah. like, Wow. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm so grateful and just love working with you guys. And Kelly has a knack that if you're not already grief informed, we will make sure that you are. And I don't even know how this all started, but all of a sudden I'm co-facilitating grief groups with her. Now, so. <laughs> it was not my plan or on my agenda, but that's what we're doing. So, so, you know, Kelly and Sherry were also really good friends and they would like team up like little BFFs and they would come to my Reiki meditation music class at my healing studio. And, and uh, at one point, Kelly and I might've had one or two shared clients, but she was working at a sexual abuse agency. And, you know, so I kind of knew of her name, but didn't really, you know, know her too well. And now, now I've got to know her very well. And she was my grief therapist when my mom died and has done some amazing things to help me on my grief journey. Journey. So Kelly, for those listeners right now who have not listened to your episode number 402, which is amazing, can you give everyone a little bit of background about who you are, the grief work that you're doing, and what chapter you wrote for Holistic Mental Health? Yes, thank you. So my chapter is chapter three, Gone But Not Forgotten, Connecting to Your Loved One Through Visualization. And it tells the story of what happened to me when my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. Actually, today, the day that we're recording this is 31 years ago today, she had her mastectomy. And two and a half years later, she died and I was 14 years old. And that day ultimately shaped me and who I am today. And I joined a hospice grief group at the urging of my father very strongly. And met an amazing social worker named Rini, who really helped me move forward in my healing journey and helped me realize that I wasn't the only teenager going through a significant loss like this. And from there, I started helping with volunteering for the children's programs with Rini. And that's when I decided I wanted to go to school to become a social worker. And so here I am today. I own my own private practice now, Greater Life Grief Counseling, and focus on working individually and group counseling for children and adults experiencing grief, specifically from the death of a loved one, but also people who are, have terminal illness and other kinds of losses as well. Because we know grief isn't just about death. Grief is about any kind of loss. And so my chapter shares a technique where you're able to, you can read it or you can listen to it. I have it on my website, recording of it. And it's a visualization to be able to connect with your loved one. and. I recently did this with one of my clients and she just said to me, 
well, since I saw you last, all the nightmares have stopped and I'm having all of these really peaceful dreams about my loved one. And I'm having all of these like amazing dreams where I feel connected and it feels more like a visit than it is a dream. And so probably an after-death communication is what she's experiencing. And the fact that from that one session, how much that has shifted her and how much more connected she feels to her loved one. That's really what it's all about. And so I was so thrilled to hear that and so happy and, and proud to be able to do this and be part of this book. Like, I've always wanted to be part of a book. I've always wanted to write my own book. I've talked about this for years and years and years. And when I connected with Laura, I was like, yeah, this is my way to do it. So I am just so excited to be part of this and to connect with the other authors. There's some amazing authors in this book and really been able to get to know several of them throughout this journey. And it's just been really amazing. And I just can't thank Laura enough for including me in this. Yeah, I had a I had the chance to review the review copy and then Kelly put a book right in my mailbox. <laughs> I got one of those <laughs> too. But one of the things that struck me that I really enjoyed about it was, you know, like you said, all these practitioners, you really got to know them. And then on a very human level, they were really vulnerable with their struggles, what they had gone through. And then you were able to see the different techniques that they were offering. So this isn't just like a book about reading stories. And Laura, I think you were pretty ad adamant about that. Like you really wanted to make sure that if you had a contributing author, that they were going to be able to give the reader something really substantial that they could use, that they could take with them and that they could apply in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, this is the thing. You, you pick up a book and you're reading from practitioners that you don't know. You know, you have no idea who these people are. And it's being able to really, you really want them to feel what it is that you were feeling and the relief and the expansion and the healing that you've had from being able to move through in whatever way, because each author has a different way that they're taking you through to their own level of recovery, right? And it's it's so hopeful because there's something for everybody in this space. Like somebody's going to be able to relate to at least one of the stories in this book, even if you don't relate to all of them. And it's that's not only so validating, but you don't feel so alone. And you start feeling like, oh, there is hope. There is a path forward. And this is a, a little nugget where I can start, you know? So it's a really nice place to begin your journey. I like to call it a roadmap with this book. You can create your own roadmap and nobody's going to leave this book or summit with the exact same one. You get to kind of piece together what works for me, what feels good, what resonates, what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I, I love the whole concept, the whole idea of it. I remember we talked a little bit and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this, but I wasn't quite sure what I could offer. We were talking about the work that I did with the combat veterans for a while there. And then I just never got my stuff together to do it. But it's been really exciting for me to watch and watch it unfold and see the process because this was, you know, it was pretty intense. I remember Kelly and Sherry saying, okay, you know, we have to attend these classes. It was like a really nice way to help people that have never written a book before. And so can you talk a little bit more about like the process and how you guys got together and how these writers, you know, submitted their chapters and what was kind of going on on the back end of all of this in order for this to come together. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, it was so easy. <laughs> and I think it was so easy <laughs> because I gave myself, I gave it so much time and so much space. 
And so I started bringing authors in way almost a year before we started writing, which gave people the opportunity. If you want to write early, write early. If you want support around your writing, you have so much space to do that, you know, and we're all here for you. And I included a lot. I I included a monthly Zoom to offer healings and support and networking and collaboration together, too, because I wanted this to also be a community and an opportunity for people to grow their businesses and to to learn, you know, to to learn as practitioners as well. And so what's cool is that the publisher really does give a lot of information about the writing process, about the publishing process, about getting a launch team together to assist you with marketing your book and marketing of the book and getting on podcasts. And there's just so many resources that are even available to authors after they come onto these projects with the publisher to learn how to do this because anybody can write a book right? Anybody can write a book. and But it can feel like such a daunting process. And that's why I remember when I first got published, it was with a book collaboration. And I did it for that reason, because I wanted to know, I know I want to write my own book someday, right? And I wanted to kind of dip my toe in a little bit because it was scary. And so I'm like, okay, this is a great way to learn the process of you know, we got together and we had a launch kickoff call and she taught us everything about the process and how to do it and what to do. And she gave us writing prompts to get us started, which was brilliant. And then we all submitted our chapters. And then there were three rounds of editing to get our edits back. And then we had the advanced reader copy that we could send out to the launch team and just really start getting people to read it before we even launched so that we had some feedback already you know, about kind of where are we with this? How is it? How are people receiving it? Yeah, great. And Sherry, I remember, I think you had come to me for a Reiki session. And in the Reiki session, I kept getting this feeling, and this was before I think Mm -hmm. this whole thing was coming together with Laura, that, oh, Spirit keeps telling me you're going to write a book. There's a book for you that you're going to be writing. And we were originally thinking, because Sherry is, I think, kind of a natural writer. She enjoys it. She's always been, you know, doing it, that she's had some ideas for books too. And I didn't know that, but this kind of came through during a Reiki session. And then I saw her like a week after and she's like, I know what the session was all about. This is the book that I'm supposed to be, you know, working on right now. Right. So, you know, that was really cool. And so this question is for both you, Sherry and Kelly. You know, what was this like? to finally get published? And how do you feel like it connects to a part of your own spiritual journey in, you know, joining this? And how has it challenged you and also really helped your journey spiritually? Sherry, you can go. go. You can go go first. first. So so for me, you know, again, like I said, I came later in life to social work. I actually was an English major in my first two years of school. And then decided, hmm, I don't want to be a teacher. What do I do with this? So I kind of abandoned. But writing for me has always been something that's really cathartic. And it's been a part of, you know, I've I've certainly lost a lot of it as I've gotten older. I got busy, things like that. But it used to be one of those things where even as a kid, I wrote short short stories. Like my grandmother kept all those things. Like I have a big pile of stuff, right? So for me, it was a very personal thing of that I wanted to be part of a book and that I wanted to like like you and I were talking about is that I do want to write books later on, children's books, things like that within, you know, what I need for my field, right? Like on feelings and emotions. And we talked about that. But this came in a perfect time with Laura where I was like, it's really a way for me to kind of get my feet wet, right? Feel what the process is like. Is this something that really aligns with what I wanted? And for me, it was a much more 
personal endeavor, I feel like, where I didn't feel that I needed to have it for my business so much because I do work part-time. So I'm not really at this point trying to grow anything. So I really took it as like, this was really about my writing process and my creativity. And, you know, it just was such a gift at the time. I mean, it really did. Like I, you know, when I came to you, I was like, well, I need to clear this out. What am I doing? Right. And so it all came together. And it, for me, it was a very, just really satisfying process. And then just feeling really proud about having this product and nerve wracking because, you know, the whole world then reads, you know, what your life's kind of about, how you got to where you are. So that there is kind of that piece of it, but it's, it's really just embracing like, this is my story. This is what it is. And just kind of, you know, kind of leap of faith, I guess, is really what happens. Right. And so Kelly, you know, here we are on October 31st and it is the 31 year anniversary of your mom's, you know, diagnosis here. So, and it always feels like just knowing you, the time that I've known you, that your mom is always working in the background with you and your grief work. And here we are recording this podcast today, you know, again, on an anniversary date for you. But this was quite an emotional, uh, you know, it, undertaking for you as well, even though you're like the grief therapist and, you know, it's been X amount of years. So can you kind of talk about what happened for you during the spiritual process in writing this chapter? Well, I think for me, one of my big things in my grief journey is finding meaning in my grief. And I find meaning in my grief every single day by the work that I do by helping other people. And I feel like my mom's death wasn't in vain. It, it gave me something that I've been able to help thousands of people with. And so I feel like she's always watching over me and always with me. And so I was super excited to do, get into this and thought, okay, this is easy. I, I share my story all the time. Like, this is going to be easy. And I was a hot mess doing this, to be completely honest. And Laura saw me one day crying, you know, just even doing one of the edits we were talking about. And I would sit down and write this. And it was just like, it was just brought back so much stuff that I hadn't even remembered. I've read a couple of high school papers and college papers that I had written that brought back some of the memories. So I was able to tie in some like really specifics that I totally forgotten. I mean, my mom's been gone 28 years. So, you know, our memories change over that amount of time. And I'd sit outside out here at the office on our picnic table and I'd be typing and be crying my eyes out. And so it was really like powerful and healing for me that I needed to clearly move some stuff with my grief. And also as a reminder that this isn't something we ever get over. It's just something we learn to live with. And I definitely feel like my mom's been way more in my mind over these last six months, just so much more present about that because it just has, it has triggered my grief a little bit. And not a bad way. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I just think that, you know, I don't think I was prepared <laughs> to bring up so much emotion for me. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Yeah. And and the other, you know, thing, too, is that Sherry loves to write, not saying that you don't love to write. Right. But you were kind of challenged because Kelly's more of a grant writer. And she would say, I'm more of a grant writer. And everybody's like this creative writer. But, you know, there was like a little bit of a struggle to really write in a totally different way than what you were used to, which I want people to hear about because, you know, if Laura's doing another book like this, or, you know, maybe Laura might want to connect some listeners to the publisher that has an idea and that, you know, they're looking to connect with more writers, that it doesn't mean that you have to be great in 
in English, in grammar, or a writer, you know, for something like this. So do you want to talk a little bit about how you were kind of challenged a little bit in that area and trying to convey your story so it didn't sound like it was a grant proposal? <laughs> yes. And that I'm great at writing grants, but you know, I remember we had one of, I think, the kickoff call with the publisher and she did all these writing prompts. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I am not creative at all. And then I had like a phone call with Laura and some of the other writers were doing some writing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was like, I felt like I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I like had a little bit of a breakdown. <laughs> and but it's just I it didn't have to be this like so creative. Right. It didn't have to have these things. And I was trying to overthink it and trying to remember statements and from 31 years ago that I was like, okay, like Laura talked me off, you know, the edge and helped me calm down. And the a couple of the other writers, you know, validated what I was feeling. And I just went with it. And this is, this is who I am. I shared my story and, um, it was, you know, it was, it, it, it may not sound like a grant proposal, hopefully. No, it does not. It does not at all. This definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit, but yeah, I'm well, that's glad nice. that I had the opportunity. Yeah. And I think that we need that from time to time when we're on our spiritual journey. It's like there's a part of being stretched a little bit and being pushed outside of that comfort zone so we can really, you know, dig deep, find our strengths, realize that we're capable of so many different things. And it has just been so much fun for me to watch it unfold and love to support you guys because I know that you guys are just amazing human beings and really changing the world and doing so much good out there. So I really wanted to have you guys on to let my listeners know about this book, Holistic Mental Health. And Laura, can you kind of bring us home a little bit so people know where to find it if they want the Kindle version and wh what is the best website for them to go and register for the free summit and get more information? Sure. So yes, you can get a Kindle version on Amazon and you can also get a paperback copy. Each of us also have author copies that we can send you that with little personalized messages and signing for you as well, which would be our individual websites. And for signing up for the Mental Health Summit, that there's a specific link for that that I can offer you that you can put in the show notes of the podcast if you want for people to register for that. And that's simple. It's just a name and an email. And then you'll get a confirmation email that welcomes you into the summit so that you have access to all the videos and modules. Wonderful. And Laura, are you going to do something like this again? Do you have another idea or is this a one and done? <laughs> he was actually currently enrolling. I already have it half full. Wow. Which is really exciting. And we're going to be kicking off again in June 2023, publishing again in Mental Health Awareness Month, October 23rd, 2023. So I'm really excited about, I didn't even realize, by the way, that we were launching this book in the middle of Mental Health Awareness. <laughs> Neither did the publisher. She's like, well, wow, strategic. I was like, yeah, well, that was obviously the universe is doing because I didn't even know. And so she's like, we should do this again right here. I'm like, good plan. So that's what we're going to do because I honestly, and and I'm I'm so touched because even the publisher said, she's like, I have never worked with a group of people as phenomenal as your author group. Like we got, an awesome, awesome mix of people. We really, yeah. really did. And I'm just like, what, what great momentum, you know? And I just believe so wholeheartedly and that we could publish one of these every single year and still be bringing new novel approaches mm -hmm. to health and, and healing outside of traditional techniques, right? And I think that 
getting this information into people's hands is so important because there's so many people out there who feel like they're alone or they're the only one, you know? And so to be able to have access to all these stories and tools, I think is invaluable. So will volume two be the same thing, like holistic mental health volume two, or does it have a different theme? So it's the same. Nope. It's going to be holistic mental health volume two. Yeah. Okay. And so is there, could we say that this is a call for authors? (laughs) Absolutely. Bring it. Okay, so what are you looking for? Let people know, what are you looking for? Yeah, I mean, I'm really looking for practitioners and you don't have to have a counseling or a therapy degree or background. You can also be a healer or a coach or just somebody who has tried and true strategies and has been working with clients for some time and been able to really see results, you know, in, in people being able to feel better, have a higher level of vitality, et cetera. And so if you do have that, within your repertoire, that's a beautiful starting point. Great. And can you just also say for our listeners how to contact you directly? I know we'll put that in the show notes too, but you know, if they're interested and they want to become a writer and you see that Sherry and Kelly survived this process <laughs> and uh, it was awesome, how can people contact you to see if they would be a good fit for this second volume? So they can go to my website, www.theakashictherapist.com. And there's a link right under under work with me. You can see the link for the 2023 Holistic Mental Health Project and you can read all about it. You can submit an application at the bottom of that page. And then we just jump on a quick call so I can get to know you and get an idea of what your vision is for your chapter and ensure that it's a really good fit for us both. Awesome. All right, ladies. Well, thank you all so much for being here. Holistic Mental Health, that is the book that you want to Google, download on your Kindle or even purchase it. Write a review for them, okay, if you read it and they helped, these techniques helped you out, go ahead and write that review. That helps authors tremendously. And I will definitely put the information in our show notes for you to register for that summit. And, And I think that's it. This isn't the last time you've heard from all of these wonderful women because I will keep bringing them on and on and on. And Kelly doesn't know this yet, but I'm gonna bring her on one more time at least, because we have to talk about my induced after-death communication session that I had with my mother in her office and the tremendous transformation that it catapulted me into over this last month. So Kelly, we'll be talking and you'll be coming back on. So, And I'm really excited to let my audience know about that because it was it was quite the journey in the month of October for me of this year. So thank you ladies so much and thank you all for tuning in and listening. And I will bring you guys another great episode next week. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the Path 11 podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, this podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Path 11 TV. Visit path11tv.com to start a seven-day free trial and start streaming over 100 hours of exclusive video content on consciousness, healing, and life after death. That's path11tv.com and be sure to use coupon code podcast30 to take 30% off your annual membership. Start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with a membership to Path 11 TV today. Bye for now.